everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring, your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo! And normally this is the part where I'd be like, how was your week, Dalton? Um, but before we get into the actual like wrestling show part of the wrestling show... Uh, this may not be the best time to do it because I'm sure we may have a bunch of people listening to a normal show for the first time after the Rebecca Valentine interview. Um, but this is, this is who we are and this is what we stand for. Um, given the events of the last, you know, couple days and stuff that's coming out, uh, that happened in Texas yesterday, um, shit's gotta change. No politician should have a moment's peace or rest until there is active legislation moving forward to make sure that school children are not being massacred. Yeah. In like uh, somewhere that they're supposed to be safe. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm shit. We just got done talking about this in our pre-show, but, uh, I'm, I'll talk for a couple seconds. Uh, I'm a school teacher. Uh, if anybody doesn't know that, like I teach children and, uh, this has become all too like, normal not normal uh no i'll say it. it's too normal and that's the problem um so demand change guys look at who you're voting for figure out where they want to start funding and start advocating for publicly funding schools uh because that's going to be what changes this and right now we have a bunch of politicians complicit with not helping out our educational system um inside the classroom outside the classroom inside the walls outside the walls that's got to change now the second that we really start making these schools safe for the students and the teachers and the support staff, anybody that steps foot in that school that works and or learns. Um, we, we gotta, we gotta do better. And like, it's not a phrase. I'm not saying that as a phrase. I mean, we got to fucking start doing better now. Uh, we need to start doing better like 20 years ago and we didn't do it. And this is where we're at. We need to start. We, you got to actually want change. So start looking into who you're voting for, start demanding actual change. Cause that's the only way this is going to get better. Um, and start putting pressure on the people that are in office now to, you know, make sure that they are aware that you want gun reform laws, that you want gun control laws, that you want money to instead of go instead of 40 percent of a city's budget to go to a police force that just stands outside. Have that money go towards if it's a mental health issue, then it needs to go to mental health. If it needs to go to schooling. So, yeah, um, um, it's it's. it's it, it's a it's it's really good to say let's make the schools safer, but you gotta have politicians that want to fund those schools to do so because um, I've seen how much a school pays to renovate a building, um, and that that money goes to police forces. I'm sorry, that's the only way to say it. I'm not saying defund the police, but I am saying the money that's currently going is all going. I'll say it. I'll uh, say defund the police. Well, yeah, but that's not this isn't the time or the place that I want to say it. But obviously, you know how that's I feel fair. about it. Um, but. We, we got to do better and like actually do better. Don't say it and then fucking log off Facebook or Twitter and then be like, well, I did my good deed for the day. No, you got to you got to want change. Um, I'm currently trying, uh, but I do it every day. Uh, I need more people outside of the sphere of what I do to care about this because that's the only way things are going to change uh, because they all think that we're biased when we want change. So which I mean, we well, are, but, you're, but you're every, one of those, everybody should. You, you teaching in Missouri, you're one of those West Coast elites. Like, I mean, you're eating caviar every night, you know, with the yeah. wildly known overpaid teacher <laughs> salary. But so, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah but... everything's everything's on fire 
Everything yeah. is terrible. Um, uh, but it shouldn't my, have to be. My heart breaks for those families uh, in Texas, for the students and teachers alike. Um, I wish that this country and the system as a whole wouldn't have failed you on this. Uh, that's about all I can say in terms of that. But we need we need policy and change. Like, that's what's important. Like, that's what we need. We don't, like, thoughts and prayers aren't helping us on this. We need policy and change. Um yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't know if you have more to say, but I just no. I, I mean, that was, I never I, wanted... I never air my spleen out about my workplace for obvious reasons on this show because for one, it's a wrestling show, and for two, like it's kind of frowned upon when we do stuff like that. But nah, again, nineteen nineteen students and a teacher lost. Uh, I don't care. This yeah. is ridiculous. It needs to change. We, everybody needs to start talking out about this more. And and it's something that I've said from the beginning. Like whether we were on P whenever we were doing PWU at Podzilla. Uh, or you know now that like this is quote unquote like you know my show uh this might be a small platform but if i have a platform i'm going to use it to speak out about shit that needs to change so uh that again if this is your first time listening and you haven't turned it off immediately because we didn't just only do wrestling uh hey welcome we love you thank you but uh yeah it's it's not it's something like part of me almost wanted to message because we did the the rebecca valentine interview last night we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second like part of me almost wanted to like ask her like hey do you want to postpone because and when we were done with the interview like after we stopped recording i was even like yeah i'm gonna wait to put this up tomorrow um because so i put that's why i put it up on wednesday because it just it didn't feel you know ingrained what's a day like yeah it's basically nothing but it's still just like putting it up that same day just felt weird so i don't know but you know it's you can only do what so much and i don't know there's again there's no real right answer to that but that's who we are as people and it would feel disingenuous to just come on and pretend that everything is great and all right fun wrestling show here we go like it was like uh, i don't know if you saw the cm punk tweet of just yeah no i did yeah and sean russ sean russ app also summed it up really well um if you're on wrestling twitter at all which i mean if you're listening to this you probably are there's been a lot of people like very much advocating for what needs to be advocated for um just Mm -hmm. we but we it it can't stop this week it's got to keep going um yeah because that's like it's it's just we need change, and the only way to get change is to co- constant pressure. Uh, that's how diamonds are made: is you just keep putting cr- po- constant pressure on it until it happens. That's how we have to change. This is constant pressure. So um, we are doing a fun wrestling show today, uh, but yeah, and we, like I said, we I wanted to get at least something out there instead of just you know acting like we're in a bubble because unfortunately we're not and that's just yeah. kind of how these things go so so if this is your um, first episode after rebecca valentine and you're still listening we we promise fun show like the second this little or the second this segment's yeah. done but uh but we got to get uh, we both wanted to get that out of the way so yeah so um but moving on from there going into a little bit of the ring setup uh we do Typically, we start the show, uh, but this kind of superseded that for obvious reasons. Uh, we do start the episode each and every week with the segment we like to call The Power of Positivity. It is where we pick something in wrestling that gives us just happiness because wrestling is fun. Wrestling is meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyed. And social media is such a negative, toxic place where people complain about, you know, just the most bullshit nothing complaints but they feel like they have to tag 
you know, someone to make them feel worse. Uh, so we do, we do the opposite. Uh, we do, we do, we each pick a thing from the week that made us happy. And mine this week is also a apology from last week because it's uh, not an apology, a correction. That's the right word. Um, because mine goes to up, up, down, down and Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze doing battle of the brands. I was very excited about that initial video that I watched it with no sound. And then when I watched it on my lunch break, I misunderstood the announce. So today was actually the first day that Battle of the Brands came back. They did their draft. They are playing in 2K22. They're not doing uh, SmackDown versus Raw 06, which like... On the one hand is a bummer because those were a lot of fun, but I also understand how many technical problems they had trying to do that. Yeah. Also, like, and I will say 06 plays better than uh, 22 because 06 was, like, one of the best wrestling games of all time. It was in that really long stretch of THQ and Ukes really having their poop in a group on a game. But when you're just poop watching it, have you never heard it that way? I've not. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the polite way of uh, saying get your shit straight. I'll see, I, I would have thought to get your shit together, but that also makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, but, like, 06 plays like a dream still. I played it a couple years ago, still holds up. Um, but when you're just doing the Let's Play, I think I would much rather watch 2K22. Like, if I'm not playing it, like, so I watched Kind of Funny Games, uh, or KFW today, like, mm-hmm. right before we logged on. And I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, whoever does their character creations does a fantastic job. They look great. Um, if I'm watching a Let's Play and they're telling, like, a story or doing something like that, um, and I just have to watch it, I would much rather watch the game that is a better-looking game. Now, 06 plays better, but 2K22 looks so much better. Uh, so it's a bummer that they're not doing the old format, but I think it also makes it a lot easier for drafting purposes, because they don't have to, like, have somebody go in and make all these characters. I will say, because, just to point out, uh, they only really watch the matches for pay-per-views. Otherwise, oh. they just they just simulate simulate week to week of who won what match. But they watch the actual pay per views. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it was a ton of fun. Uh. You. I think you need to watch at least this draft episode because their chemistry together is fantastic. And also, there is a cameo towards the end with Happy Corbin screwing with Breeze <laughs> because I don't think I think he was at one of the shows. Like he was at SmackDown. And people didn't know he was there because like one of the first things that happens in the episode is one of the Usos comes in and is like, holy shit, what are you doing here? And like they say hi and like talk for a second. So it's like there's actual sweet moments, too. So I want to watch this on multiple fronts. Yeah. No. And it's also and also just like the antagonistic relationship between Creed and Breeze is like it's like watching siblings fight and it's amazing. Okay, because so, like I, I told myself if they were going to go like do it proper where it wasn't like a one off, I was going to watch it because I watched some of the Battle of the Brands that you told me to watch mm-hmm. and I genuinely loved it every time. So uh, I saw it actually popped up on my YouTube like algorithm uh, whenever I was like about to fall asleep. I took a nap today because uh, summer break happened. So mm-hmm. I got all my grading done and I was like, I can take a nap with no repercussions. Uh, <laughs> so I did that. Uh, but I... I, like, put it to my watch later list because I do actually, like, I think I'm going to sit down and, because I don't watch a lot of Up, Up, Down, Down, I think I'm going to make it a point to see this run of Battle of the Brands. No, it's it's so good. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, that's that's mine. Uh, Dalton, you have two this week. 
Yeah. And one's come one's coming in kind of under right under the wire. So yes. I'm gonna, I'll allow it. Uh, my first one's going to Nyla Rose. Um, because again, the way that she handles transphobia is the chaotic good energy I want in my life. <laughs> because we have seen her like there was the the stupid asshole, which I know it's power positivity, but every person that I'm talking about in the story that's not Nyla Rose is usually a dickhead. Or no, they're always a dickhead, and I will refer to them as such. Like the one <laughs> fuckface that uh, had the post or the sign that said like Nyla is this guy's dad, and like Nyla sees it, she flips him off, gets to the ring and smiles because she f- got a transphobe. It was pretty solid, I, and I'm I'm a fan of that. That hits for me. Uh, the, you don't have to give them the attention if you don't want them to, but when she gives them the attention via so, uh, attention via social media, it is chef's chef's kiss and a half um some ringside news which i shouldn't even said their name but uh hopefully they die a quick and very painful death online of like their platform i hope it just ends uh which usa today dropped them but they posted a lot of transphobic shit about nyla and one of the things that they said i can't i'm not gonna like completely quote it was Something, 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 but Tony Khan put a strap on a man, or put a woman's strap on a man. Okay, messed up. We can agree that that's not okay to say out loud. Nyla Rose retweets it. Now, there's a lot of things she could have said that would have been the right answer. She picked the ultimate perfect answer, which was, he, 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 he said strap on. I giggled to myself for like five to ten minutes straight at that, because there were so many angles she could have taken it, and she picked the best one. Um, because I don't know why I feel like they got mad about that. Like, I feel like whoever, whatever, like, human cyst runs Ringside News Twitter and saw that, like, I know that pissed them off. I don't uh, remember their name, and it's fine because it's not relevant, and it will never be relevant, but it's the, the person who runs the Twitter is the same person who runs the site. Oh, okay, good. Well, uh, F that guy. Positively. Yeah. Uh, positively F that guy. There's, I'm, that's the power of it, Asa. But just the, that tweet of he, 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 he said strap on was amazing. And then even later that night to kind of tie into what we talked about at the beginning, she even like made a tweet about like, Hey, I appreciate everybody's like positive tweets toward me right now, but I'm not the one that needs it. It's the people of Texas. That, and so like, again, that meant a lot. Cause like Nyla is just a, from all accounts, a great human. And I feel like she will, anytime she gets to own a transphobe, she will be my power of positivity. Um, and that being said, it happens more than she should really have to deal with, so she'll probably get this award from me a lot. Um, and that's why I'm going to give it a twofer. Great O'Conn's Wild Vegas Week <laughs> is my second uh, winner of the Dalton Anthony's Power of Positivity Award winning uh, or award. I need everybody to go on Great O'Conn's Twitter. You can't understand it because it's all in Japanese, so you'll have to hit translate Don't... a lot. Pause, pause. Don't do it in public. Oh, don't do it in public. Do not do it in public. Um, uh, don't like do it on... At, if you're hanging out at your granny's house and all of a sudden, you know, this pops into your head like, oh, Dalton said to go check out the Great Ocon's Twitter. I'll look at that. No, wait until you get in your car. Yeah. You know, you know, don't do it at workplace Wi-Fi. Um, anyway, uh, so Great Ocon was at AEW this week, which is in Vegas. And uh, good showing, too, from the matches. Good, Great Ocon's great. Uh, no pun intended. But it was... Not the matches, nor what he did inside those matches that I'm talking about. It was his wild weekend in Ve- or wild week in Vegas that I want to reference. There's three really great uh, things that came from it. Uh, in Vegas, they have mechanical bulls that are in the shape of a penis. 
And Great Ocon is laying across it, which I'm pretty sure his mouth on it, which is not sanitary, but man, sure is shit funny. Um, he is definitely walking, or he's definitely stopped, or he stopped uh, two people on the street that uh, I'm willing to say are sex workers of some sort, and uh, had their backs to the camera. He was had a, a cheek in each hand, and with just the biggest smile on his face. And then my favorite one was him at the Heart Attack Grill, which I don't like that place because they uh, very much promote like unhealthy habits. But uh, Asa, if you don't finish your food at Heart Attack Grill, they spank you. Now, I can neither confirm nor deny Great Ocon didn't finish his meal, but he did take the spanking. And in my head canon, he asked for it. Like, legit. He said, I want to do that. The uh, look on his face, my head canon is just, he saw it happen to somebody. And he said, and my turn. Like, and he was like, how do I make that happen? Lord, I see what you've done for other people, and I want that for me. <laughs> uh, so basically at the Heart Attack Grill, it's this like absorbent amount of food that nobody should ever like have, like should ever eat in one meal because it's just wholeheartedly unhealthy. Um, but uh, if you don't eat the whole thing, they make you hold on to this bar in a bending position and they spank you with like a, a fucking whip, like a leather, like a, a sex toy BDSM whip. Um, and it's funny, it's good, wholesome fun, but it's supposed to be a punishment. Whenever Great Ocon took it, he was on some 50 Shades of Grey shit, and it was my favorite thing, because he was saying yes more and more, and it was the best thing. So here's what I think, here's my, here's what I totally think happened, Asa. I think he did exactly what you asked, of how do I do this? And they said, oh, if you don't finish your meal, you get spanked. I'm assuming I either want him to order everything and say, yeah, I want it to go box or he ordered a plate of fries and said, nah, I'm good just to get the spanking. Either one of those answers is correct. Nope. Actually, they're both wrong. What happened is as he's eating his meal, he, they, he, it's like, oh, you, if you don't finish your food, (laughs) then you don't, then you, you get spanked. And he said, oh, okay. So he continued to eat his burger. He continued to eat his fries. And then he looks at the last bite of the burger. Sets it down, pushes the plate back. Who? I'm stuffed. Have oh, you ever? No. Guess I have to get spanked now. I do need you to do a deep dive on the heart attack grill, though, uh, because I no, need I'm you. Good. No, I, I'm but... aware of. I'm aware of it. Oh, you like, are okay, because like they have yeah, like octuple I... burgers and shit. That place is horrible. But the only good that ever came out of that restaurant was that like 30 second uh, Twitter video. It the... was amazing. You wildly underestimate the number of food channel or and travel channel that i watched when i had access to cable i have seen like six different food personalities go to the heart attack grill okay gotcha (laughs) um so that's power positivity for the week uh we mentioned it a little bit earlier but of course we did do the interview with ign's rebecca valentine we did that tuesday night that went up last night uh it's here on the podcasting feed and it was a delight she is amazing that was so much fun to do and if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to that yet Please go out of your way to to check it out because I love when I love when wrestling gets new fans. She has taken to it like immediately. She's a big fan of AEW. We talked all about her fandom, uh, you know, why she started watching, how she started watching, what clicks for some of her favorites, things like that. And it was just it was a very, very nice time and it was very, very wholesome. And I honestly like I think I needed it after Tuesday. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I, I'm also I had, very, I'm also very proud of it because I think it went really well. Yeah, I had zero expectation going into this because I had really no clue who she was. Uh, because again, I'm just not on like Twitter and on IGN like the way you are. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I had no expectations. I was assuming it was going to go well because she's an internet personality in the game sphere, and those people are usually pretty cool. Um, and it, no, that that exert like that exceeded my expectations. It was a lot of fun. I got to see cats. Um, we got we, to meet Robo. We did get to meet Robo. Uh, you called uh, called me out on my uh, cat tattoo, which like I like showing my friends, but it's one of those that like. Oh man, I hope people don't think this is weird. And her reaction to it, we didn't get it on recording at all, which was a bummer. But like her being genuinely excited to uh, like see it, and like her reaction to it was pretty dope. Uh, it was a good time. I, I, she has a new fan in me. So if I became a fan of her, I believe that if you don't know who she is and you haven't listened to that interview that we did with her, go go do that and be a fan of her as well. Yep. Uh, and then real quick, couple things before we get into the AEW double or nothing preview, uh, this Saturday, if you are in the Southeast Missouri area is Cape championship wrestling may mayhem. Uh, it's going to be a ton. It's going to be a really fun show. I'm greatly looking forward to it. Uh, we announced the new main event last night on CCW live, and it is going to be Marco stunt teaming up with pinnacle members, Ken Dang and Walker Mm -hmm. Hayes to take on the team of Aaron Roberts who is partnering with Otis Crowley and Hollis Giroux. My brain turned off there for a split second. Uh, that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, Austin Lane challenges for the Pure Openweight Championship against Trent Daniels, who is the champion. Whoever wins that match is going to face Cheeseburger at the Super Show in June. That's going to be awesome. And uh, Zay Washington defending the CCW title for the first time against the monster Baracus. All of that and more. Dalton will be wrestling, so if you haven't seen Dalton wrestle yet and you're in the area, come check it out. Uh, that is May Mayhem, Saturday, May 28th at the AC Brase Arena here in Cape Girardeau. Oh! Uh, tickets are offline. Unless you're listening to this, like, first thing, uh, capewrestling.com, you can get tickets. Otherwise, uh, you will need to get them at the door. Yeah, and Ace, I got a gift for you uh, on Saturday. That's all you I'm do? saying. I do have a gift for you on Saturday. I'll give it to you at the show, during the show. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I know. I, th- I, I got excited because I thought you had, like, an actual gift for me. Yeah, but... no, it's an actual gift. Like, it'll be in a I... box and everything. It's not this show. <laughs> uh, and then last Sunday was Glory Pro Massive Aggression up in St. Louis. I went up to that, uh, got to hang out with Nate and Dylan. That was a ton of fun. The show was stacked. You can catch that on YouTube, I believe. It got posted up there. I meant to look that up. Uh, Nate. Do I know Nate? King Nate. On Twitter. I don't know if you know him or not. He, he hasn't made it to uh, oh. many CCW shows yet. I like I like new wrestling friends, so I need to make a point to see meet Nate at some point. Because if you like him, chances are I'll probably like him. And I love Dylan, so... Yeah, Dylan's awesome. Yeah, uh, Dylan's yeah the cool full dude. show is on uh, Glory Pro's YouTube channel, which is Glory Pro Live. So go check that out. Eddie Kingston and Davey Richards beat the absolute shit out of each other. That's exactly it, how I thought that would go, by the way. I was like, those oh, two well, guys yeah, are going to murder they're each not gonna, other. They're not going to do a rock, paper, scissors tournament. It was violent in the best possible way. So, shout out to our friends at Glory Pro. And then, moving on into the main show itself, uh, the fe- big feature, the main thing we're going to talk about is Double or Nothing is this Sunday... And I am very, very excited for this. Um, Dalton, have you seen the card, like the full card yet? Uh, I've seen most of it. So if you do a full... I'm going to send this to you real quick because I want to do something different. Okay. Um, so it's there. It should take you right to the list of matches. 
because we're gonna we're gonna go down match by match like we typically do. Uh, we're not gonna do like full like a prediction game or anything. But I want to know you looking at the card right now. Which match are you most, or if there was already one that you knew about that you were already more excited for, what match are you most excited for going into Sunday? Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Uh, you're not wrong. And that it's like, is... also it's the Owen, uh, Owen, wow, Owen Hart Cup tournament final. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's just something like, as somebody that was a big fan of Owen Hart, I feel like this will be a really good like tribute to him uh there's there's a lot more matches than i like thought of because i don't know why i just like in my head there was like four like four or five announced Mm -hmm. which is obviously very wrong because there are 10 main show matches there's a pre-show match and there is a rumored another match getting added on friday on rampage so but as of tonight, Thursday, the 26th, uh, pre-show match, Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Honestly, I know it's not going to be the best match of the night. I know it's not going to be the biggest, most important match of the night. But Dalton, this is the match I'm most excited for. Yeah, and like, I'm super happy that Smart Mark is wrestling. Like, because I love that dude. Like... Mm-hmm. he's a sweetheart uh he, he's still like one of my favorite can i get your picture stories of all time uh because it was at brian and matt uh Car- cardona and brian myers like podcast and i like told sadie i was like hey buy a hat from him and then say like once everything dies down can we get a picture and she said the look on his face of just pure like happiness that somebody wanted a picture with him was like the most adorable thing this was also before aew like before he was on aew I was going to say, this was when he was most known as, like, the producer for that podcast. Yeah. Uh, So he's, like, the one that I'm super, like, anytime I see him on AEW, my heart, like, grows three sizes that day. Um, Which is also funny because he's such a dick. Uh, (laughs) Like, on the show, he's, I love him. Oh, Uh, no. Sorry, you're confused. So you met Mike Podcast. This is Smart Mark Sterling, who's who's on AEW, who's going to be wrestling. It's, It's different guys. Oh, you're the worst. You're the worst. I'm sorry. You just want to sit there and be wrong. It's fine. Uh, I have been all in on Hook just like from the beginning. Him just standing in the background eating chips, silently menacing. And obviously I'm a huge Danhausen fan because I have two eyes, ears, and a heart. That's kind of what it takes. And I like this pairing. I like the odd couple pairing. I don't love it as much as I was hoping for just because it's like Hook has talked. And I don't want Hook to talk. I don't know why. It's weird. I'm weird. But I think this is just going to be a bunch of fun. I'm really hoping we actually get to see Dan Housen wrestle. Yeah. Because Dan Housen is very good at wrestling. And not a lot of people know that, including I'm willing to bet a lot of the AEW audience. So yeah, I'm he's, really hoping that... He's just really good at cursing people. He is. Which, yeah. I mean, do that too. But And also, I'm, I, I've been a fan of Tony Nese since, like, 205 live in the cruiserweight classic so i'm i am genuinely like i'm so excited for this match i like that even though it's on the pre-show like they're getting that kind of spotlight no and again it's it goes back to what i told uh rebecca valentine like you can look at it like oh that needs to be on the main show or you can say chances are the most people are going to watch that match out of all these matches um because it's free on youtube yeah it's going to be free yeah like uh it's it's pre-show but 
it's I mean, we watched pre-show of WrestleMania. There was a lot of people there for those pre-show matches. Um, and like, it's going to be like that for this where like, no, the crowd's going to be there for it and the crowd's hot for it. So like, it's not like the pre-show match of like, man, they're disrespected. No, I honestly think it's a, Hey, here's our product. Here's our opening match by our pay-per-view. Look at this match by our pay-per-view. Um, like it's probably going to be the goofiest match of the night too, but that's fine because that's what these characters lend themselves to. Um, but yeah, no, like that's a good, but when I look at the card as a whole, I'm like, nah, it's Samoa Joe Adam Cole for me. Cause like, I love both of them. Uh, and again, I will say probably one of my favorite things NXT OG like did was Samoa Joe is, uh, our like enforcer. Mm-hmm. You can't touch anybody unless they touch you first fucking night out. Adam Cole pushes him <laughs> rear naked choke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I like that they're not going to, like, they will more than likely call back to shit like that. Like, they're not afraid to shy away from people having a past, even if it wasn't on AEW television. Yeah, and it's, again, it goes back to, it's the Owen uh, Owen Hart final. Um, Yeah. I'm So this is, there's an emotional component there, too, yeah. And they picked the uh, two really good people to be the final. Uh, I know Adam Cole's going to win. I really want Samoa Joe to win. Really? I Yeah. Oh, this see, I this kinda, is I this isn't gonna be where he loses. I kind of think this is. I think some. Well, I mean, Adam Cole has already lost, though. He's already lost. Oh yeah, he, yeah, that's fair. He's yeah. lost two championship matches. He lost to Orange Cassidy in the Lights Out match. But like, that never counted, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it's not a, okay. Okay. Um, I genuinely think, like, I do think because I was gonna say I know we're not doing predictions, but for the Owen Cart Owen Hart Cup tournament. Thank you, oh, because I was I was messing yeah, that you, up all over the place, so I'm very happy that you did it. We're good at this. Uh, for the Owen tournament, I th- see, I do. I think it's going to be Joe. I think it's because g- it's a feel-good thing. So I kind of think it's going to be, I do think it's going to be Joe and either, I, th- I think it'll be Ruby Soho. Yeah. Is going to be, because we don't know what that match is yet, but I think uh, it's going to be those two. Do you, do you think that Joe's going to come out in pink and black shorts? I hope he does. That would be dope as fuck. Now that now that you said it, I hope he does. Like the split just down the middle, like his yeah. Normal you don't, yeah, and like don't you don't have to logo it just to get that pink. Yeah. No. Exactly. Oh, that would be sick. Oh, universe, please make it happen. I hope this is my misery, misery cantante that you had, of just like oh, I hope he comes out to that. <laughs> and then it's like oh, I messed up the tried. name. I tr- I messed it. up okay. so hard. We know but, what you meant. The CM yeah. Punk entrance from yeah. the last pay per view. I really hope that that's where you say it. Like you text it to me twenty seconds before it happens, and then it happens. I hope that's mm-hmm. what I just did. You just willed it into the universe. Yeah, I really hope so because that would be dope. So for the other Owen match, Doctor Britt Baker DMD taking on either Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. Who do you think wins? Who do you think wins the the women's Owen Cup? Statlander. Yeah, I I think it's going to be the face either way. And I, and this is one that I do genuinely hope it isn't Baker because I am a big fan of Britt Baker. I like Britt Baker a lot. She is she incredibly talented. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it at all. And there's the there's the there's people complaining about oh you're kind of wasting Ruby Soho I don't necessarily agree with that but like this would be good for her but at the same time like Chris Statlander is one of your people that you know hasn't been to WWE didn't come from WWE so her winning it would also be 
Yeah. Really cool. So either if either one of them win, I'm incredibly happy. And it's not that I'll be upset. Like, I'm not going to be internet mad about Baker. It's just like, ah, you, she really didn't need it. Yeah. But it, there's other things that, you know. Would you, know how, you know how happy I would be if Dax Harwood would have made it all the way to the finals? He wouldn't have had to have won it. He wouldn't have had to have won it. I just wanted him to get to the finals. If he would have won mm-hmm. it, even better. But, like, I just wanted him to get to the finals, and it broke my heart that he didn't. Well, hey, this is a... They've said that they want to do this as an annual thing. Yeah. So, who's to say he's not the second or third or fourth, you know, however long they yeah. decide to do it. So, uh, but jumping from the Owen Hart Cup tournament matches, I'm just going to go from the top down from the Wikipedia page listing of the matches after the pre-show, they have Jade Cargill defending the TBS championship against Anna Jay. Um, this one kind of feels a little thrown together, and I don't think there's a chance in hell that Jade Cargill loses. But I do think that this will be a really good match because Anna Jay is someone who continues to improve. And, like, I don't know what... Actually, no, I'm not even going to call it, like, magic because... That would discredit the amount of work that Jade Cargill has obviously put into just becoming the absolute best professional wrestler that she can. Yeah. So, like, she has been, she seems incapable of entering a ring and being worse than the last time she entered the ring. Yeah, and she hasn't been perfect, but man, she's damn near. No, no, no. Like, and, and I, I'm not trying to, like, say that she is, but, like, she's very good, especially for how new she is. Yeah, and that's what and I was she, saying, just, like, she has not been perfect, but she's not far from the, like, for as new as she is, she's pretty close. Oh, that's something we should have asked Rebecca, was, like, how long do you think Jade Cargill has been wrestling? Almost as long as you've been a fan, which is like, gross. Like, nobody she, should be that, that new and that great. Yeah, but I, I'm willing to bet she would not have, like, guessed that. Yeah. She would have guessed she's been doing it a while. She would have, you know, she, oh, she's done the indie. She's from WWE, stuff like that, like, because she's good. If, I, if I'm if i disqualifying the pre-show match, like, if I'm going strictly for pay-per-view match, the match that I am most excited for on the main card, I'm cheating, but it's my show. <laughs> Write a letter. If you think that this is cheating, tweet me, at Nerdiest Part, but don't at me. Just at Nerdiest Part. The House of Black versus Death Triangle. I understand the complaints that this has been going on too long. I understand that, like, was it Pa? No, it was Phoenix. Phoenix that was still out, so they put in for Eric the Redbeard. last match. Yeah, so they put in Eric Redbeard. But I'm glad they kept this going, so we could get this because this match is going to fuck, and I am so ready to just lose my shit for hopefully 12 to 16 minutes of just high octane evil bashing evil i am here for it i love it i am so excited for this match yeah there's there's really no like there's no match that if somebody said this is the one i'm most excited for i would be like you're wrong Uh, no i'll give it to anybody honestly uh, there was one that I looked at that I was like, eh, no, no, that's that's rude of me. That that I could see why somebody would want to see that. Uh, yeah, no, but that match is going to be like, that's the one that I'll be super excited on Tuesday whenever I get to hear Jim Cornette's thoughts on it because I just I like hearing that man have a brain aneurysm. Uh, and like hopefully, hopefully we we get it this time. Uh, but that match is going to be insane mainly because like I was not disappointed, but I did not love the one with Eric Redbeard, and I know we talked mm-hmm. about it. Um, 
This one, though, we're going to get it proper because we got Ray Phoenix in the building. And, whoo, whoo, Brody King. There's going to be some Brody dumb King, shit. Brody King going to be busy catching some people. And then everybody's going to be busy catching Brody King. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, there's no reason I'm not going to love this. No, yeah. This is, I'm very, very excited. Next up is the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Uh, I don't know what to say about this match other than, yeah, it's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be a... It's going to be a Young Bucks match, so it's going to make people that it's going to, again, this is going to give Cornette a stroke, but I don't give a shit about his opinion, even remotely, when it comes to in-ring at this point. So, this is going to be a ton of fun. I... The Hardys as an act, I'm kind of curious to see if that's like, do they stay as the Hardys the whole time? Do they go back maybe now that crowds are back like oh do we see a little bit more of the broken stuff at some point uh but either way it's just like it's cool to have the hardys back yeah and, and like jeff is still willing to uh maim himself so yeah which like you know you you don't have to man like you're jeff hardy you can we'll, yeah. we'll be okay if you don't but uh the the bucks and the hardys have proven that they have amazing chemistry together because this is their first time competing in w in aew mm-hmm. but like they've wrestled you know they did roh they've done literally the day before the wrestlemania match that they came back to yeah they had ladder match warfare the night before which jesus christ yeah they did uh, two ladder matches in a row yeah um <laughs> so like it's not the first time they've wrestled each other but that being said every time they've wrestled each other it's been fun so, like, at least we know that it's going to be good. Because it's one of those where it's like, oh, it's this new team against this other new team, and they've never worked before, so this could get weird. Nah, we know what we're getting into. Like, if you have... And if you're new to AEW, you're going to get a treat. If Or, yep. like, new to, like, not WWE programming, this is going to be a treat. Um, if you are, know everything about their Ring of Honor runs and stuff like that, this is going to be a treat. Uh, yeah. So, like, it's it's good all around. Yep, very, very excited for this. There is an anarchy in the arena match. I don't know what that means. I'm a they Jericho Appreciation Society, Chris Jericho, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager will be taking on Eddie Kingston, Santana or Santana and Ortiz, and the Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson and John Moxley. And there they did a thing where they challenged them to a stadium stampede, and Moxley was like, "No, I'm not doing that bullshit." But this is an anarchy in the arena match, and I'm assuming it's just going to end up being like a same kind of deal, like Falls Count Anywhere, Tornado Tag, everybody's just fighting everybody yeah. all across the arena. Clearly, they're not in Jacksonville, they're not gonna, it's not on the actual stadium, like football stadium, but who knows. I, I But either way, like, I am kind of excited for this because just like, these tend to be very entertaining. The, you will and, you will have fun watching it. It will be very yeah. confusing, and some of it may like frustrate you, but it will be fun. It's I get the sense that, and I hate using this because of just how they have started. Like it's their whole shtick for the Jericho Appreciation Society. I will be very sports entertained. Oh yeah, like that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna get away from that. Uh, that said, I'm curious to see how violent Eddie King how violent Eddie Kingston becomes, and like what he does to people because sky's really the limit there 
Singles match with a very interesting stipulation. MJF takes on Wardlow. If Wardlow wins, he will be granted his release from his contract with MJF. But if MJF wins, Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with AEW. And... Holy shit. This whole Wardlow-MJF story has been amazing. I've loved it. I've loved every part of it. The, even the, like, my least favorite part is the MJF calling Wardlow Piggy. Like, that's dumb. But it's, he's, the, the it's War Pig. Like, mm-hmm. so, that's where, like, it's not like he pulls it from nothing. I, uh, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm so surprised at how quickly Wardlow became one of my favorite characters in AEW. They, it's one of those things, like, for a company that does not claim to be just a sports entertainment company, they are AEW's really good about building a long story because this has been mm-hmm. going on for quite a while. And even like the little dissension between Wardlow and MJF, like I think a year ago at this point, like just those small teases of it into the CM Punk feud into this. It's like, oh, this has been good. This has been good. Um, just and again, like Wardlow is that is how you make a new star. Like introduce them, let the crowd hate them a little bit let the crowd hate him a lot of bit, which he got there and then start putting that dissension in let make sure he can work which wardlow can and is a monster mm-hmm. um let him get into that and then just let him like it happened organically and he like it may not even have been organic but man it felt organic no, it did, because there was always just the little... And it also is a testament to how great MJF is. Yeah. Because if MJF wasn't such an insufferable prick, whenever Wardlow said a thing or when MJF insulted him and he kind of... And he just visually, like, gives him that side eye, th- this falls oh, apart. I remember, I remember, the like, the first time that I really recognized it, and it was whenever... Uh, one of the times that AEW was in Cincinnati, like a year ago, and he was shitting all over Pillman Jr.'s mom. And uh, Wardlow literally turned his back on MJF for like three seconds so Pillman could f- get a couple shots. He was like, I'm going to allow this. Because like mm-hmm. he kind of had, he, you you get a few, and then he turned around and I think just ruined Brian Pillman Jr.'s day. Yeah. Or like the the, oh, he's going to win... He's going to win the TNT title and then gift it to me because that's in his contract. And he's just like, wait, what? Like stuff like that. It's it's all very it's some of it is not subtle at all. But for wrestling, it's pretty subtle. Yeah, it's, it's pretty subtle uh, comparatively. Like, yeah, obviously this isn't Shakespeare, but yeah, it's it's so good. The if it wasn't for how happy it made me watching the video today, my po- power positivity for the week was absolutely going to be Wardlow breaking the handcuffs and then uh to follow up the whole like him getting lashed mm-hmm. and just like, nah, all right, cute. He wasn't quite great. Ocon levels of happy, but he was okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about the Owen cup, uh, triple threat, three way tag team match for the AEW world tag team championships as Jurassic express defends against team Taz, Ricky Starks and powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee and swerve Strickland. And for the title, you know what? Screw it for the title matches. Let's do predictions. You um, already know who mine is. Why are you even going to ask me? Why are you oh, no. even going to ask me? 
Because I know who you want to win. But is that who you're picking as who is winning? Yes. Okay, so Dalton is picking Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Uh, I'm going Team Taz. I think Team Taz wins this, uh, and it's this is where we're going to get the Christian turn. I he's hope gonna do something to he's going to do something to either inadvertently or advertently or like intentionally cost uh, the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And like, don't get me wrong, I love I love uh, Keith Lee and Swerve, but I will really want it. I also really want it to be Team Taz just because I've become such a big fan of Powerhouse Hobbs. And Ricky Starks is amazing. So uh, the toy reviews of series nine is they're like people are getting them. So I'm getting starting to get the YouTube reviews. I'm gonna wait for like Kyle Peterson to get everything out to like watch all of them. But man, I'm really mad at myself for not pre-ordering those. I did a thing that you're gonna be very mad at me for, um, but we'll talk about that after the show because it's not relevant to anything we're talking about right now. Got it. Or you'll be very proud of me. Either one of the but two Starks will and, not be a middle ground. Starks and Hobbs are in that wave, and I'm like, oh, I should have just pre-ordered that set. Because mm-hmm. I really That's want why those two. Shut up. Pre-ordering them all. Shut up, Asa. <laughs> uh, the AEW Women's World Championship will be defended as Thunder Rosa defends against Serena Deeb. I am going to be completely honest. This feud has been a letdown to me, mostly because it really doesn't seem like they've really... They haven't done what I feel like would really highlight the talents of either Rosa or Deeb. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's been a lot of like talking segments and neither of them are the strongest on the mic. Like nothing's been, I don't, I wouldn't say would have been like outright bad, but just like, no, I would rather see, I would have rather have seen Deeb continue to do the like five minute rookie challenge thing yeah. that she was doing. Just wreck people, wreck people's day. Kind of like Wardlow has been doing with the security guards. And I understand that there's like there's rumors around Thunder Rosa like not being at 100%, so that's why they're kind of limiting her physicality, but she's so good that it's just like, oh, you got to let that show through. But I think Thunder I think Thunder Rosa has to retain here, and if she does lose, it's because she's going to take time off. So, what about you Dalton? Do you think Thunder Rosa Serena Deep who's one in the Women's I, championship. I really want it to be Serena Deeb. Really? I really, really want it to be Serena Deeb. I think Thunder Rose is going to win it. I think she is going to mm-hmm. win it. I really want it to be Serena Deeb. Or this See, isn't this I, isn't like Keith Lee and uh, Strickland, where I'm like they're winning. Like I mm-hmm. really want Serena Deeb to win, but I don't think she is. That's that's understandable. Yeah. And then uh, the main event, the AEW World Championship, will be defended as Hangman Adam Page defends against CM Punk. And this is another one that, like... It's weird. It's been weird. Twitter has been doing... Twitter and Reddit have been doing a lot of heavy lifting for this feud. Putting stuff in where I don't necessarily think that's what they're going for. And what happened on Wednesday... That did not feel like the... Okay, this is the last confrontation before the match. Yeah, it was... Like, this felt like week two. Yeah, or this like was... The, the, it felt like whenever... Do you remember whenever Roman and Brock played Tug of War with the title right before Mania? That's what that felt like. It wasn't as bad. It was not as bad. No, I, but I, like, I gotta disagree it was, with you there. It was, a weird, you there. it was a weird place to end it. I disagree because the the playing Tug of War over the championship, that was it. there was something at least established there. Mm-hmm. Like, all we have between Punk and, and Paige is Punk wants to be champion... Page wants to be champion. 
Paige is taking it oddly personally that Punk wants to be champion. And that's it. Like, and, and so, so like what, what Paige was saying about like, I'm, I'm defending AEW against you was like, but like, what does that mean? There's nothing's been clear. So I, in my head, what happens is, and I'm playing this off of stuff that I've seen, like theories from like Reddit and, and Twitter too, is Paige is talking about the summer of punk. Yeah. The ROH summer of punk. And then when he turned heel during the WWE summer of punk of punk wins the world title and then becomes a monster and Paige knows it's going to happen. And that's why he hates just this like, Oh, punk's happy to be here. He's, he loves wrestling guys like Dax and and everybody and jungle boy, you know, he and Darby and he loves doing this, but that's not who he is. And he sees that, but it's, they've done such a terrible job of like showing that on the shows that it just it comes across as like yeah punk is like why do you hate me so much this is weird so i don't know i'm so what i think is i i do think that hangman page retains here and i think that he and and this is where i'm putting the cherry on top and i want points on the board if this is what happens so listeners if you've stuck with us this far dalton mostly you hangman page retains at double or nothing Mm mm-hmm CM Punk wins it by turning heel in St. Louis at Dynamite on the fi- on June fifteenth. That would be dope. I think that's that is my I am putting I am putting the five star stamp on that prediction, and it's going to be really funny whenever like Smash Cut Two next week, when the first thing I say is, "Well, I was fucking wrong." Yeah. It would be really cool if CM Punk won it, and then everything that Adam Cole, or not Adam Cole, Jesus Christ, Adam Page, like, would be afraid of, of, like, if that's what the theory is of, he's seen what happens when Punk gets the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. If And he's like, no, like, I know what's going to happen. We've seen this play out over multiple companies, and it just happens, like, immediately. Like, they have a match, and then at the very end, Punk, like, low blows to to win the belt. So, basically, like, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and St. Louis in, like, 2018? Whenever uh, that led up to Kofi Mania, where it was a face-versus-face match until the very end. And then CM Punk mauls Adam Page. Because, like, Adam Page's title run has actually been very underrated, in my opinion. I feel like he has had some of the better matches of his career. Uh, the Texas death match with like Lance Archer, like him winning the belt was really good. His matches with Adam Cole were fire. Like, and I don't mm-hmm. think that he is truly getting quite the credit he deserves. Cause he's the first AEW champion that didn't have a big following behind him prior to winning the belt. Cause you had Chris Jericho that had all the, like has the legendary career he had Kenny Omega, the new Japan guy that like came in and became Mr. AEW uh, Moxley, who like was one of the biggest people in WWE for a couple years. Like, Adam Page really didn't have that. He was always the really good worker coming out of Ring of Honor. And they built him perfectly. And then, but like people, it doesn't feel like have been, like, minus him winning the belt, haven't been that excited for his shit. Even though the stuff that he's been doing has been really good. I think it would be really interesting if they put him as the face chasing for it again. But now he is facing a monster of CM Punk. Which, like, yeah, Kenny mm-hmm. Omega in that heel turn was a monster, but in a very goofy way. Like, until he got into the ring. Until, like, from bell to bell, Kenny Omega was Kenny Omega. But, like, 
let's be real, that heel stuff was very goofy for a reason. Where if mm-hmm. we get Summer of, like, if AEW just decides, you know what, there's been two Summer of Punks, let's do a third one, but let, like, let's, like, let's make this be what rebuilds Adam Page as a top, 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 top fucking top guy. But use Summer of Punk to get there. Now, there's a lot of things you can do before you have Adam Page get there, but let that be the linchpin. Yeah. And then for a year, have Adam Page work to get that belt back. He loses once or twice trying to get it, but Punk is being insufferable 2011 Punk. Or, yeah, 2012 Punk of, like, no, like, he gets another version of the Shield, but not the Shield. Like, he get like, they start building up Punk like that again, and then have Adam Page be the one that finally topples him. So that way it'll be something that truly deserves to end the Summer of Punk instead of The Rock. Mm-hmm. I agree with most of what you're saying, uh... But I also would point out that you could do everything you've just said. But do it the way that you said it. In my scenario as well. Like, let it be, nope, Hangman Page does overcome. Because, like, when this feud started, like, when it was announced that, okay, it is Punk versus Hangman. I thought it was more of the, like, this is his insecurities coming back. Of just, like, okay, the, the Elite, the Bucks, and Kenny beat it into my head that I am not good enough to be champion. He's proven that he was when he beat Kenny. He's proven that he is good enough to stay champion against guys like Archer, Danielson, Adam Cole. His matches with Danielson, Jesus! I see that's how good that title, this title run, has been. <laughs> no, yeah, he's been putting out bangers. It's awesome. But and then, but now it's like, but CM Punk is a kind of another animal. Like he's been there for a while. He's been putting in the work. He is one of the, you know, he's the best in the world. And now that doubt is starting to seep back in, and that's where the resentment is coming from. So, but it, they didn't really go with that. Like, I mean, they could always like retroactively. I do not th- either way, whether Punk wins or or Hangman wins. I do not think this is their last match. No, no, no. I no. think that this builds and this will carry through to at least the next pay per view that they do. Like, I think Hangman versus Punk is going to be an ongoing thing. They may bring in other aspects to it, like they may, you know, stuff like that. But I think this is going to be it going forward. But either way, I am very, very excited for this match. I think it's going to be great. Um, Hangman Page is someone that I've liked. I think the first time I saw him wasn't even in Ring of Honor. I think it was New Japan. Mm-hmm. He was doing some Bullet Club stuff. Um, and I was like, oh, this dude's awesome. And then I just kind of remember that match he had a little bit from there. Remember that match he had with Kota Ibushi at uh, Supercard of Honor in 2018? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was insane. That was my favorite match of that whole weekend. And mm-hmm. whenever I told him that when I met him at CCW, which was the markiest mark shit that's ever marked, uh, but I had to tell him because it was such a good match. He was so sweet. Also, prettiest eyes ever. Like, yeah. that man is strikingly gorgeous. Uh, is. Like, yeah, no. Whew. Whew. So he's, good. he's my millennial cowboy. <laughs> my AEW champion forever. Uh, but that is double or nothing. That is going to be this Sunday, May 29th. And I am very, very excited for it. I don't have to work the next day. So the fact that it's 11 matches long, don't care. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Um, what if you, what are you most excited for about Double or Nothing? How wrong do you think our predictions were? What do you think Hangman's next challenger will be if he gets past Punk? Let us know at Nerdiest Part on Twitter. Follow Asa. us, interact with us. We love you. Asa, what? What do you want? CM Punk wins. Samoa Joe wins the Owen Hart Cup Final. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, they announced that. Samoa Joe versus CM Punk at either a Dynamite or whatever, but we get Samoa Joe versus CM Punk for the AEW title. Holy shit, 
Make it happen world. It will at some point. Like that there's no they're both on the roster. There's no way they don't do something. I don't think it's going to be that soon because Joe is doing the ROH TV title stuff with like Lethal and uh Sanjay Dutt. So oh. I I think that's kind of, I think he's kind of tied up there. But who's to say? Who knows? Who knows? Uh I do think either way that like I think they're going to stack that St. Louis Dynamite because of missing out on full gear. So Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that is the preview for the week. We do have some news to cover. Um, you know what? I'm going to burn through some of the quicker ones and then we'll spend a little bit more time on the big update with Sasha Banks and Naomi, uh, which even there, there's not like a huge update, but both Anthony Bowens and Layla Hirsch, uh, have had surgery. Excuse me. Layla got injured back in April. She's just now having, uh, ACL surgery and Anthony Bowens, uh, he is a little bit more like they're being a little bit more withholding mm-hmm. on his on, on what's going on. Um, but he did say on Twitter that what you've seen the last four months was me basically wrestling on one leg. I can't wait to get back full throttle. Don't worry, though. There's still plenty of acclaimed content coming your way each week. I'm excited for everyone to get to know us slash me a little better outside of the ring. Anthony Bowens is someone who uh, also his surgery was successful. He's expected to miss six to eight weeks. So it's not like he's going to be gone a ton. Like he's not missing, you know, six months, Yeah, but it still sucks. And he is someone that I have became a really big fan of because of the Ethan page toy hunt vlogs. Yeah. Because he's just like the nice, he just seems like just the loveliest person. Like just the nicest guy. He has, and he the likes same, action figures. So. He has the same reactions to finding things that I do. Where, like, yeah. you see the legitimate excitement. <gasps> yeah, like, you've heard that gasp, and he did it too, and I was like, oh, he has the same gasp that I do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I love him. Uh, every, I love the Acclaim. Everybody should love the Acclaimed. Uh, it's a bummer that everyone he's hurt. does love. The, everyone does love the Acclaimed, except for cops. And just give, me, <laughs> give it to me. Come on. Do what you can. Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was a great bit for the audio podcast. The podcast it's um, fine, but it worked for us. Um, it's, but yeah, And that's what matters, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm uh, super bummed that both those people are injured, but hopefully they get good recovery as they come back in time uh, or come back in the proper time for themselves. Um, I don't want anybody to get re-injured because they rushed it. Yeah, that's what we always say anytime someone is, inj- is gets injured is we want them to come back as healed up as humanly possible. Yeah. Take um, as much time to heal as you need. And it kind of, it, it seems like we're kind of more, you know, instead of rushing people back from injury there is time given to heal, which yeah. is, which is good. Uh, um, and there is no time. There's no current timetable for Layla. Layla Hirsch's return. I'm willing to probably say eight to nine months that uh, if she had a full ACL construction, they have to make sure that shit is like set and then she mm-hmm. can rehab it. It takes forever. Um, yeah. So hopefully it's as quickly or as quick as a process <laughs> and as successful as a pro of a process. Yeah. yeah. Those are the words I wanted. <laughs> you did it. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly says that he signed a five-year deal with AEW. Uh, there's a little bit of confusion based on like when he signed the five years. Some outlets made it sound like he signed a five-year extension. Some people made it sound like his original deal was five years, but it sounds like Kyle O'Reilly is in AEW for the long haul. And WWE has officially moved. I've, oh, I meant to get this one up real quick. Um, but WWE has moved the Money in the Bank pay-per-view to whoops that's not the right that's not how you spell any of that professional uh has moved the money in the bank pay-per-view 
to the MGM Grand, which is actually a smaller venue than what was originally... uh, It was originally going to be at the Las Vegas Raiders Allegiant Stadium. So, uh, but if you bought tickets already, those tickets have been canceled. You, but if you bought tickets, you have first dibs at getting tickets at the MGM. new venue. So that is a little bit surprising ish, I guess. I don't know. I don't know enough about like ticket sales and, and trends and stuff like that to really comment on it. Just that they find, they made the formal announcement, uh, yeah. that they're changing venues because they don't really do that a ton, especially once tickets have gone on sale. And then the one little bit of information that we got regarding Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out of Monday Night Raw last week is on SmackDown, the night after we recorded the episode talking about it last week. Uh, Michael Cole on air announced that both Banks and Naomi were indefinitely suspended. They were stripped of the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships and that the, they will hold a tournament to crown the new champions. There are no details on the tournament yet, uh, and it's because right now I did get a sneak peek. Uh, well, no public details yet. I did use my investigative skills to... I actually got a picture of the bracket, and right now it looks like... Um, the, the bracket looks like this. Um, in round one of the tournament, it is going to be Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. versus... Uh, Katana Chance and uh, Kaylin Carter? Kaden Carter. Kaden Carter. Um, and the first round bracket is also the finals. Yeah, as I was waiting for that, that was going to be the so, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the that's the list of tag teams that WWE currently has in the women's You mean Kaden Carter and Party Girl Yay? <laughs> Party Girl Yay, Party Girl Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, they could potentially, like, I guess they could call up Toxic Attraction for the tournament maybe not full time but mm-hmm. like they're absolutely going to have to dip into NXT they they just oh, yeah. do not have and they're going to be thrown around like you can do Natalia and Tamina you can put Zelina and Carmella back together and Nikki ASH and Dewdrop have been teaming up um or have been kind of aligning in backstage stuff Becky uh, and Asuka have... can lose in the first round or make it all the way to the final, however they want to do it. Yeah, you know, do a can they coexist type deal. So it's there's options like they they can do it. It's just it's it's a real bummer that there are truly no long term established teams, women's yeah. tag teams anymore because they just don't care about it. And that sucks. And it's like, wow, why would someone walk out when you realize just how little <laughs> they care about what you're doing creatively? Uh, that is the news of the week that I had. I'm sure there was stuff that we missed, but that's what I found. And then the final segment of the night is, of course, playing with ourselves, where we talk about video games and action figures and all the nerdy side of the nerd stuff for nerdy's part of the ring. And originally, I had the Battle of the Brands on here, but I decided to just make that my power positivity. So we already talked about that. Dalton, you have been just so excited to tell me about the WWE 2K22 my faction conundrum. Yeah, which is what I'm deeming it. I'm the only person calling it that. Like, and I'm not even joking when I'm saying it. But before no, I get to I, that, I read it off of our doc. Yeah, of just like this is what you put on there. Yeah, but before I get to that, I got a new figure today. Oh, did you really? I got the get? I got the Target Ultimate. It finally got to me. Of Batista. Oh, the Batista. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, it comes with both contracts. Both contracts actually have like what was written on them from like 
the storyline. So like, oh, that's cool. The raw one says like uh, Batista and Triple H. So that's the one contract. And the other one, mm-hmm. oh, I have the SmackDown one upside down. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> the SmackDown one says Batista, Batista, JBL, and John Cena because whenever they gave Batista that contract, they were still were doing a championship match before Mania. So they literally like even on this clipboard they have like, oh yeah, Batista versus JBL or John Cena, which I thought was like a real cool like little side thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an ultimate. They're cool. Uh, they're just like an unrivaled figure, just a little bit more solid. Uh, and it's Batista. I like that he's in white gear. The shirt that he's has is pretty dope, even though I don't think he ever wore his own merch shirts ever uh, because that was kind of a time before they made them do that all the fucking time. Um, but yeah, no, it's a super cool figure. Happy to get it. It's tar- Target exclusive, which was super lame because me and you never ran across it in the wild. I needed a Kenny from up in Kansas City to mail it to me. Uh, but I got it. Sadie has the Alexa Bliss. She hasn't opened it yet, so I haven't got to mess with it. But that's the one that comes with like the fabric clothing, so she can be Firefly, Firefly Funhouse Alexa, or you can have her as regular Alexa. It's a really cool, they're both really dope figures. Um, all right, so the My Faction conundrum. Uh, last week we talked about Nash Carter being removed from uh, upcoming 2K. DLC. Yeah, the upcoming DLC, which is fine. It was the right answer. I am not upset about it at all. Um, but like most, if not all of the internet, I'm upset with the replacement. Um, we are getting two Evo cards from characters that have already exist in the game. Uh, Booker T, which is in the game proper. Like we didn't have to wait for them to release Booker T in that patch. Uh, they gave us Keen Booker, but Booker T was already in the established roster of the play now section. So, uh, I'm going to say base game, my faction, that's important. And I'm, my rise is a separate thing and I'll kind of touch that too. Um, whenever I first got 2K22 Ace, I'm sure you remember me bitching about the fact that there was characters locked behind my rise and my faction that we don't get in base game. People like Dijak, um, there was an old Shawn Michaels, and then there was like Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss and their OG gimmicks, or whenever they tagged together, that were in the game, but you had to be fortunate enough to get the RNG luck to get those cards in my faction to play at them in only that mode. Right. Um... And we kind of talked about it, but I was like, I was somewhat okay with it um, because it was kind of the nature of the beast. Like that is something that 2K does like in the NBA games. There are some versions of players that you can only play in my team and they are super rare cards and you have to either pay a lot of money or get really lucky to get them. Um, Now my faction, UK can pay real money, but I have yet to play pay real money and I have a very, very good deck. I also have the DLC and I've also dumped a lot of time into it. Um, as of right now, the ones that I know about, so like a lot of them aren't exclusive characters, but it's versions of the characters that we could have had in base game that you either have to make on your own or like they just don't exist. Like you can't do it. So like there is an alt, uh, alt gear, like an alternate gear of Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, um, and then, uh, Roman Reigns in like the big dog vest. Which, like, you don't need those to enjoy the game. Like, you still have those characters. It's the exact same moveset. The overalls might be different, but, like, it is what it is. Um, there are characters that are totally locked behind my faction that they have not released in the base game yet. Those being 1990s Rock. Um, 03 Triple H, although that model looks like Asshole. And The Godfather. <laughs> um, like, Papa Shango is in the game, in the base game, but The Godfather is not. You can only play as Godfather in my faction. Um, I haven't... What about Kama Mustafa? He is not in the game at all. Uh, okay. Do it, you cowards. Uh, he was in the games in, like, 2016 and 2017. But anyway, not important. So here's where we're kind of at with everything. And this is whenever I first really had this thought. So, like, right after we recorded, or, like, the day that we recorded, my faction, they've released new packs of cards that you can 
unlock. Um, oh, and well, no, it's fine. They just announced that there's a <laughs> DX theme packed in pack in the game. Um, the cards in that pack, there are like a few like regular superstars. So there's like a B- Big E DX card. Um, it's Big E, Shotzi, Kyle O'Reilly, because uh, he's in the game, Stephanie McMahon, and I, uh, and Rhea Ripley. They all have DX cards. Now they're not, and they're the gears are not different at all. Um, they are just that card with the DX logo on them. There are two alternate attire versions of uh, X Pac and Road Dog, where they're wearing like the DX jersey. Uh, I have the Road Dog; it's pretty sick. Uh, I have not unlocked X Pac yet. I'm still working on it. There are two new models to the game that you can only get if you're lucky enough to unlock them or pay real money to buy enough packs to get them. And that is uh, Shawn Michaels from like 97. And he's in like the black DX gear with like the green DX logos. Um, like the old, old one from 97 and 98 Triple H. And the black tights with the yellow like triangle crotch piece with the three H's in the middle. Okay, and yeah. um, 97 Shawn Michaels is not in the base game. 98 Triple H is not in the base game. You can only play as them in my faction. Uh, I have dumped a lot of time and, uh, and energy like getting the virtual points to unlock packs. And I have yet to unlock the Triple H. I did unlock the Shawn Michaels, and it's cool. Um, and I also did Road Dog. I'm still trying to get X-Pac and uh, Triple H. Here's where like the problems kind of lie. Oh, God. When you really sit down and think about it, when they're like, all right, cool, we are going to... And I think I kind of talked to you about this post the Nash Carter announcement of just like... Shit, they shouldn't have they shouldn't have done that patch that gave us all of the My Rise characters. They should have said, "Hey, since we took out Nash Carter, if you buy this DLC pack, we will give you all of these characters that were locked behind these other modes." Because it's one of those where people would have bitched about it, but they at least gave us something that we all would have used. Right now, it's we hope you use my faction because that's the only way you're going to get this Booker. You're going to use this DLC thing that you paid for. At least the other option of doing the My Rise characters, you at least would have played as those. Or would have gotten a fair chance to play as those. Um, so it is what it is. So they announced, hey, we are taking Nash Card out of the game. Again, the right choice. But within the same week, they're like, hey, we're adding two new models to the game. Now, granted, they probably did already have these models from previous games, and I'm pretty sure they did. But they like remastered, like they made them look for they made them look correct for this engine. Both models look great, by the way. Like they look like 97 Michaels and 98 Triple H. So here's where my problem is starting to lay with it. I am part of the problem. I play my faction all the time, but I have not put in a, a single penny into the game. Why can you not just not put a character in my, like, be like, oh, we had this card ready for it, but fuck, we had to take out Nash Carter. How about we add 98 Rock? Or how about we just add those DX skins into the base game so people can actually play as DX proper? But they're not doing that. You have to play my faction, which if you're impatient or have the money to spend you have to like pay real money for it's it's now getting to the point that 2k22 is shooting themselves in the foot but at the same time doing cool things for the fans where if you play the game it's worth it or if you pay the money it's worth it but i've already paid more than enough money for this game and they have taken things away but not have added anything now i get that you can't add cody Rhodes. like that's the other big one that apparently cody Rhodes, like wwe was like hey we signed him put him in the game and they were like 
we can't. Like, they apparently told 2K before WrestleMania, like, hey, he's, like, we signed him, put him in. And they were mm-hmm. like, we don't That's ha- not how game development works. It was like, well, we don't have the... Well, and, like, honestly, I feel like they probably could make that model. Um, because, like, they're developing 2K23 right now, and it's gonna be the same fucking character models. Like, Cody Rhodes isn't gonna change now until 2K23 comes out. Like, if they were, like, and they're already developing 2K23, and you know the first thing they're probably working on is Cody Rhodes. Like, get that model done and then ship it out for 2K22, but I, again, I don't know how game development works, but I can't do that. But, they are currently working on shit for my faction. Just put that shit in the base game. Like, be like, hey, Shawn Michaels in Triple H and DX gear, that's your replacement for Nash Carter. Because, honestly, I would probably play as them more as I would have him anyway. And it's one of those that I just feel like there's this big, like, disconnect of... You have to play four different game modes if you actually want to entirely enjoy this game, and they don't play with each other at all. Like, and that's what, like, and that's sports games nowadays, like Ultimate Team and things like that have really kind of ruined the sports gaming world, and I'm starting to feel like WWE 2K is really going to start leaning into that to where next year, my faction is going to be a pay-to-win game, which is a bummer because I have a lot of fun playing my faction. And it's just kind of a problem, like... It's an internal problem that there is no basis in reality right now at this moment, but I see a really bad trend starting. And it's starting with them giving us exclusive things just in my faction that they can easily just put into the base game, but they won't. But they're taking shit away from DLC. So just let me because you said a whole lot. Yeah. And this is again, you have to for those who don't know, I did not get 2K22. So none of that really made any sense to me. So they removed Nash Carter from the base game. He would have been playable in Exhibition, Universe, where he is, he is not going to be in the game at all. Because So whenever they give us a deal... No, no, no. no, no. Nope, okay, pause. my bad. He was going to be. Yeah. He was going to be everywhere in the game. Yeah, because like, it, whenever, everywhere. whenever you get... Maybe not My Rise, but that's a story mode. But like uh, My Faction, every DLC pack, they give you all of those characters in My Faction. Like they give you a card of each for free for buying the DLC. So, so, he, gets, so he was going to be everywhere in the game. They take him out instead of replacing him with a full on new character. They're giving you packs or they're giving you the actual card for Triple H and Trip and HBK. No, they're giving you two cards. They're giving you Booker T and Seth Rollins who are already their models are already in the base game. OK, so but the, but the, but you're getting them in the my factions mode. Yeah. So there's a chance that like you already have both the Seth Rollins and the Booker T. You may have you may have their could, Oh my bad. Because you've already opened the like you've already opened that card in the pack. Or these new Seth Rollins and new Booker T that haven't already been One of them is an Evo card, so you can play it to evolve it to a higher tier. Um or they might be Evo cards. Um but th- hopefully these cards are brand new. Um, it would be cool. Oh, if they so they put, haven't shown them yet. Yeah, we haven't seen what they look like or anything like that, which isn't the important thing. It's how they play. Um, but hopefully, like, it's worth it because uh, that's fine. Just keep going. I mean, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, so basically, instead of getting a normal character that would be playable across the entire game mode or entire across the entire game, you're getting characters that you can only play in my faction yeah which may even be a mode that no that you don't even use because you don't like the card basis like the yeah. rng of it yeah that's a that's a miss and i do think you're right that any time there's a pay to win option in a game like 
they're testing the waters. We're very much going to see them probably try to see, like, what is the maximum we can do? How much can we get away with? Yeah. So I'm, I'm Which, very much not looking forward to that aspect of it. Right but, now, yeah, maybe they'll. Right now, it is very harmless. Um, because you can entirely invo- avoid my faction. You, it's not required. You don't have to play it. You do miss out on some cool shit, though. Because, again, like, the, the DX models of Triple H and Shawn Michaels from the 90s are pretty dope. Um, I'm really upset that but, I don't have those. So, like, so, but, but once you, so say I start up my faction. I pick up the game tonight. I play it tonight. I jump into my faction. I open my first pack of cards. Oh, look, there's Triple H in his 98 gear. There's ni- there's HBK in his 97 gear. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I've got these characters. I have to keep playing my faction if I ever want to use them, right? Like, yes. I, they don't show up as alternate attires in exhibition mode or in universe mode. Because 97 Shawn Michaels doesn't exist in the base game. 98 Triple H does not exist in the game. They only See, exist th- in yeah, my that's, faction. I, I hate that as a just a concept yeah of like that of having characters be yeah but which i mean and i know we've talked about that before i i was pretty sure that's how that worked i just wanted to be yeah and again that like that would be fine if they would have given us like hey here is cody like again i know like i just keep saying cody Rhodes, but that's the one that everybody's saying right now like Mm -hmm. here's cody Rhodes in place of nash carter you're not going to get them now but you're going to get them in the last pack like that's going to be our like hey sorry about that we're going to put cody Rhodes in the last pack for you um as like a sorry we can't we obviously can't do it right now because game development is difficult but you're gonna get them down the line whereas they're literally releasing new shit like every other week for my fact not no that's not fair probably like every three or four weeks we're probably getting new my faction shit and with a possible like alternate alternate gears and Mm. uh like even new like characters that don't exist in the base game but they can't give us even two of those characters in dlc form like yeah that would probably still be gross but it would be something that everybody could use that's kind of my issue with the replacement for nash carter is well if, like it'll be dope for me because i play like if i'm playing matches in 2k i'm probably in my faction mm-hmm. um but if you're just playing the game for fun which i mean i am too but like i'm not playing a mode that is based on winning which i mean it takes a lot of balance but like if if you're someone who just, like, doesn't want to just jump in to, like, play against the computer, like, if or if you don't want to go online to, like, fight other people. My faction is all against computers, by the way. You play against well, other yeah, people's no, no, decks. No, no, no. Yeah, but... I, I knew that. But it's it, but it's the... It's good that it kind of gives you something to work for. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a reason to jump into my faction and play because you can earn the currency to buy more packs. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, yeah, you can progress in your, like, my universe mode if you want to take the time to set that up. Um, but if you just like, what would be the reason of doing a exhibition match, like a, just a regular exhibition mode, if instead you could just do my faction and then actually like get rewards from it. Yeah. So like, I, I guess that kind of makes sense, but, uh, well, that is the, that is the 2k, my faction conundrum. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I still kind of like, part of me still wants to pick up 2k 22. It's the, a fun game. The rash. The rational part of my brain, though, knows that I do not have time. Like, there's a ton of stuff I already, like, want to play, and I haven't played anything in, like, a week and a half. Like, pretty much since I beat Guardians. Like, I haven't even... Is that game good? I've owned it since day one. I haven't played it. The story's the story's really good. Like, it's the best part. The gameplay is fine. Um, I enjoyed it enough. 
but like I'm I the story I liked. Yeah. So I think it's worth. I think especially like over your break. Mm-hmm. I think if you do if you and it's not super long either. Like it took me about two weeks to do, and I was doing like two chapters a session, mm-hmm. maybe like two or three sessions a week. So I mean, it's it it can. And well, I did. I kind of marathoned it a little bit on the last day to get it done, but. Uh, but yeah, that is it for the show. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Twitter at nerdiest part at nerdiest part. If you want to follow the show, if you want to follow me, I am at the five star man with the number five. If you want to follow Dalton, he is at Mister D Anthony N P O T R. And um, if you're checking us out for the first time after the Rebecca Valentine interview, thank you so much. Hopefully, you will stick around. Hopefully, you enjoyed it, and. Uh, a review on your podcast service of choice uh, sharing the episode with other people just retweeting the link even is big because we want to grow our audience and we want to meet new people and, and talk wrestling because wrestling is fun and we're very excited to watch Double or Nothing and let us know what you think are you watching it what are you excited for what did you think of it once it airs on Sunday because we're going to be reviewing it on next Thursday when we come back But thank you so much again, everybody. We appreciate you more than you know. Uh, Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling.